everything you do is training yourself. The most driven people in the world want to build great empires and leave a great legacy. This podcast, The Underestimated Entrepreneur, is my attempt at documenting the lessons I'm learning on my way to building a $100 million empire that helps people perform better in life and business. My hope is that you use these lessons to live a kick-ass life while building your own empire and leaving a powerful legacy. I hope you share and enjoy. Driven Mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. All right, let's get into it today. We're talking about training yourself every day. Now, if you think about every thought, every emotion, every action, every interaction, every piece of communication that you have with yourself internally and externally, every story that you tell yourself, all of these things are training you. So as an example, if I wake up in the morning and I go, man, I'm tired. I'm training myself to do that more and more often. Okay, we call that a habit. So every time we have a thought, we're training ourselves on that way of thinking, that mode of thinking. When someone comes to me and they say, oh, you know, I just don't have the money or I just don't have the time or, you know, everything's so hard. I know that they've been training themselves on that story forever. You know, if someone says I don't have enough money, that's how they always communicate with themselves. I don't say I don't have enough money. I think differently. I go, cool. If that's what I want to do, how do I get the money? So I train myself to think about how I get the money. I think about how I find the time. I don't say, oh, I'm too busy. I don't have the time. I go, how do I find the time? How do I make the time? Or I just say it's not important. It's that simple. So every day you have to think about your thoughts because if you're thinking about your thoughts, that's a process called metacognition, right? In psychology, they call it metacognition. It's that humans have the ability to think about what we're thinking about and we have the ability to think about what we feel. Now, if we're thinking about what we're thinking about, we should be self-aware enough to realize that if we keep thinking about things that are worrying us, if we keep thinking about things that are triggering our anxiety or making us feel depressed or comparing ourselves with others or feeling like we're never achieving enough or we're never good enough, the more that you do that, the more you're training yourself to keep thinking like that. Every time you have that thought, you are training yourself. Every emotional state that you have changes your neurochemistry and your chemistry. It does it through neuropeptides, it does it through neurotransmitters, and it does it through our hormones. So every time we think a certain way, we trigger a cascade of chemicals throughout our body and chemical changes. Those chemical changes then become the way that we feel. And then we start to describe our life in that feeling. So people say, oh, you know, this week's been a a shit week. Do you know how many times that person has said that they've had a shit week? This isn't just a one-off. This isn't the first time in most cases, in like 99.999% of cases. This is a habit. This is something that they've trained themselves to do. Every time I speak to my dad, he has the same three weeks. I say, how's everything going? He goes, good. How's your week going? It's good. Or I say, how's your week going? He goes, ah, it's fucked. Right? That means that shit didn't go well this week. But that's his common response. Why? Because he's trained himself to do it over, what did he just turned 60 last year? So he's trained himself to do that over 60 years. The same pattern, the same thought process, the same emotional states. That's how he describes life. Ah, it's good. Ah, it's shit. Ah, yeah, it's it's all right. It's okay. They're his three most common responses. It's very predictable. So we train our thoughts and we train our emotions. We also train our behaviors. So something that I've been training myself to do is just get out of bed. The alarm goes off, I get out of bed. Every day, my alarm goes off at 5 a.m., I get out of bed. Now that's working for me at the moment. Why do I do it? Because I don't have to do it. Like on weekends, I don't have to do it. 
most mornings, my first meeting is, is until nine or 10 o'clock in the morning. Depends on whether I'm on the staff meeting or not on the staff meeting. If I need to jump into the staff meeting, that's nine o'clock. If not, it's 10 o'clock. My first proper meeting today is at lunchtime. For me, I don't have to get up. I could get up at 11.30 a.m. today and I could still be at the meeting on time and I'd be all right. But what I'm doing is I'm training myself to act and respond in a way that is comfortably uncomfortable, which doesn't work for me. My alarm goes off at five o'clock on Sunday morning when I have no meetings all day and I still get out of bed at five o'clock. Why? Because it sucks. It sucks and I train myself to just bang, do things. Bang, just do things. Bang, just do things. Bang, just do things. Something uncomfortable happens, bang, get it done. I don't feel good, bang, get it done. It's training myself. So the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. You've probably heard that before. Some people say, oh, that's bullshit. But it's not really. It's a metaphor. It's a story. Now, if you are sometimes lazy and sometimes not lazy, that's because sometimes you train yourself to be lazy and sometimes you train yourself not to be lazy. Some people get up at four o'clock in the morning and get to work early and they start their job or whatever at 5 a.m. or or 5.30. And then weekends come, they sleep in for half the day. So their life is sort of semi-sporadic and erratic. That is the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. You can't say, well, yeah, but Monday to Friday, I get up on time and I get up early. And then on weekends, it's different. What that's saying is that your life is sporadic. You do things in an erratic way. You have peaks and troughs. When I hear people, they're like, I earn money and then I... I'm broke again. And then I earn all this money and then I end up with no money. That's a pattern of behavior. That's how they train themselves. I work really, really hard and then I make all this money and then I blow all my cash. That's a pattern of behavior. The way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Again, you're erratic. That's not just in one area of life. I guarantee you're erratic in your thinking. You're erratic in your emotions. You don't have clarity in your life and what you're trying to achieve. So that becomes a way of behaving. It becomes a way of acting. There is a correlation in your life between the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Now, it's not always 100% accurate, but I know if I get up early in the morning at 5 a.m. and I train myself to just get out of bed and do it when it's hard, that then starts to become the way that I act, I behave, and I think. Yeah, having three hours sleep because I had a shit sleep the night before. It was like last week, it was super hot. Here it was like 40, 42 degrees or whatever. My house was like hot as shit. Now, I woke up in the middle of the night because I was hot. Then I couldn't get back to sleep. I didn't get to bed until like two o'clock in the morning. And then I woke up at five o'clock. So I had three hours sleep. It was just over three. So it was probably just before two. I fell back asleep because I looked at my sleep tracker. Now that is a pain in the ass. Three hours sleep. But I just got out of bed. I didn't have to, but I did because I know that the way I do one thing is the way I do everything. And if I can train myself to just do the shit that I need to get done, I'm fine. I woke up. I did my morning routine. I got myself set for the day and I was fine. That night, like at 8.30 at night, I was ready to pass out and go to bed, right? Because I was knackered, but I was super proud of myself because that's how I behaved. So you got to remember that everything you do is training yourself. Hi, Driven Mofos. You're probably aware that I've been working flat out on our social media presence to try to expand our community of Driven Mofos globally. I've been posting tons of free content to keep you inspired, driven, and working towards your goals. So if you haven't already followed and subscribed to all my social media channels, please make sure you do so as I post different content on different platforms. The links are available in the description of this podcast down below. If you say, you know, I'm not going to go to the gym today, that's training yourself. Now, if you do that consistently, after a while, you'll just have erratic results with your training. If you do that with your nutrition, like I personally know if I slip with my nutrition, I have a habit of letting myself slip. So I do my best to keep myself as tight as I can. I'm also very aware, like if I start eating things like chocolate or whatever, I will just go, oh, I'll just have a little bit more. Then I'm eating half a block. 
then I'm like, oh, well, you know, I might as well just have a bag of chips or, you know, some crackers or whatever. And then I've blown out my calories. That's a pattern of behavior that I have. So I just choose not to do that. I try to keep my diet super tight. Do I always do it? Fuck no, right? I'm human. I got to test stuff out. But it just reminds me that that happens. So I remind myself to stay tight because when I'm disciplined, I'm disciplined. I'm training myself to be more disciplined. When I'm undisciplined, things tend to be more undisciplined. And if I keep training myself to be undisciplined, the more undisciplined I become. Is it hard to train yourself? Yeah. Look, life's hard either way. Life's hard making money. Life's hard when you don't have money. Life's hard when you work hard. Life's hard when you don't work hard. Life's hard when you go to the gym. Life's hard when you don't go to the gym. So you have to choose how you want to live. When people want an easy life, that's like the dumbest shit that I hear people say, yeah, I just want an easy life. Cool. Because an easy life is always hard and a hard life is always easy. I would rather work my ass off, fly business class, stay in five-star or six-star hotels, be able to eat whatever I want when I go to a beautiful restaurant, should I choose to. If I want to drop 200 bucks on a steak, I can drop $200 on a steak because I have the money to do so. I would rather know that all my bills are covered because I'm always working super hard to create the life that I want than live an easy life where I'm struggling all the time. You will have both. So I know that I don't base my life on easy or hard. I do whatever, whatever it takes to get the outcome that I choose, that's what I do. Because people who crave an easy life normally have sporadic results. If you're a driven person wanting an easy life, you'll work hard, then you'll fuck shit up. Then you'll work hard and you'll fuck shit up. And you work hard and you'll fuck shit up. This is most people. I work really, really hard to make money. Then for some reason, I'm broke again. Why? Because you change your pattern of behavior. You're training yourself to work really, really hard. And then when you get comfortable, you screw everything up. And then you work really, really hard. You get comfortable and you screw everything up. People do this stuff at the gym. People do this stuff with their diet. They'll work really, really hard, feel great throughout the week because they're eating really, really clean. And then when weekends come, they lose their shit. And now all of a sudden they've destroyed their results. So please just think about how you're training yourself every day. How do you train your thoughts? How do you train your emotions? How do you train your behaviors? How are you training your discipline? How are you training others to treat you? How do you train your communication? I had this conversation with a staff member yesterday. We're in a meeting and they're sort of mumbling a little bit. Now, afterwards, I pulled them aside and I said, hey, we've got two choices. We can communicate more effectively or we can communicate ineffectively. What do you want? And they said, I want to communicate more effectively. And I said, good, I'm going to give you some feedback. And that feedback is that you were mumbling. You weren't talking to me. You were talking. And that's a different thing. When you talk, like if I talk and I'm just talking to myself, I'm talking like this. So I can just talk and, and I can say the same words and it just sounds like this. But I'm not talking to anybody. Right now, I'm talking to you. So when I think about recording a podcast, I'm thinking about talking to you. That's what I do. When I'm on stage, I'm thinking about talking to the back person in the room. And I'm always projecting my voice to that person because I want to get my communication across effectively. And it makes me a better communicator. If someone's just talking for the sake of talking, they're going to mumble. They're going to hold their words back. They're not going to say things effectively. They're not worried about other people. They're just worried about saying what they have to say and they don't really care about what any, anyone else is doing. So I had to train them how to be more aware of how they communicate. Now, if you want good relationships, I highly recommend that you're aware of how you communicate and train yourself to become a more effective communicator. Even just doing this podcast, I love it because every day I have to learn how to communicate more effectively. I've had to slow down a lot more in my communication speed, even though I still talk fast. I have to change my pitch and my tone. 
I have to think about how I'm conveying a message, whether my message is concise, whether I'm rambling, which I still do. But I go back and I really think about how I'm communicating and I try to become more aware of it. And the more aware I become, the more I can change it, the more I can reinforce habits that make me better and more effective as a person. So today, as you navigate your life, really think about how you're training everything. People who live in fear and who worry about all the what ifs, their life just has more what ifs. They're just training themselves on it. I personally don't operate out of fear. I used to, but I just don't anymore. Because when fear pops up, I remind myself I either have faith that things are going to work out or I have fear. Both of them are just training me how to feel. If I start worrying about things, when I worry, I realize that there's something going on in my head that's not clear. So if we go back to the Mojo framework, clarity times by standards plus environment equal results. So either I'm unclear I have low standards or I'm in a shitty environment that's keeping me thinking that way. So I either change my environment, I increase my standards, or I need to get clarity. So if I start worrying, I know normally it's a clarity problem because my standards are normally high and I put myself in the right environment. So what I do is I go get clear because there's no point worrying. Worrying doesn't do anything. It doesn't help me. It doesn't make me more effective in life. So I get clear and then I go and execute again and I start working towards the things that I want. So really think about how you're training yourself today. It's a game changer. It will really help you to become more aware and it will help you to perform better. Anyway, Driven Mofos, if you're loving this podcast, please remember to rate and review this podcast. So whatever podcasting platform you're listening to this on, please make sure you hit the star rating. It literally takes like two seconds. Just click hopefully the five-star rating. Hopefully you get value from this and I'm going to get a five-star rating from you. But please make sure you do so because it helps us to get out to more people. It helps us rate us. It puts us up into the top categories where the podcasting platforms push us out to more people. So please, if you haven't done so, I know that there are, depending on the day, sometimes we can have thousands of downloads. I think I've only got a hundred and something depending on the platform, like on Spotify, I've only got a hundred and something at the moment, 120. It's going up every week. But please, if you haven't rated this podcast, please remember to do so. It really helps me and it helps the community. It helps get this message out to more people. If you've already done so, thank you. You're an absolute legend. You know who you are, especially to those hundred plus people that have rated the podcast and reviewed it already. I want to say a massive thank you. You're absolutely awesome. I really appreciate each and every one of you. And I appreciate all of you listening to this podcast and sharing it. Anyway, take care, Driven Mofos. Have a great day. And I look forward to you joining me back here once again for another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Keep your standards high. Stay driven. <laughs>